Hi there, and welcome back to Pastors of the North podcast. Today we're sitting down with Reverend Alan Huckabee as we discuss a little bit about pastoral journey and some of the tips that he has. So sit back and enjoy our conversation. Hey there, and welcome back to Pastors of the North podcast. Um, So today we've got Pastor Al Huckabee with us. The Rev. The Reverend. (laughs) Um, uh, Nick, do you want to introduce him? Uh, Yeah, Pastor Al's with us. Hi, Al. Hi guys, good to be with you both. Yeah, and those that are listening. Yeah, yeah. Um, we had asked, reached out to Al, and and had some some questions for him about pastoral life and ministry, and some of his own. Just wanted to hear some of your own experience and journey of church leadership and walking with the Lord and navigating all of that. <laughs> life it's a journey it's a journey, it's a journey. um yeah. so first off for those that don't know you yeah give us the give us the short where are you from the short version the, the short version <laughs> where you're from and and where you've kind of served in leadership roles or ministry roles uh, along the way sure. yeah. just so there's kind of a context for people Grow, growing up i grew up in uh, saskatchewan uh, in moose jaw was home and i graduated uh, from high school, and in eighty, I gotta, I gotta think back. To that. <laughs> I went to Eston at uh, and graduated in eighty five. Okay, so eighty two, eighty five there, and um, after that, I moved out to Veteran Alberta. Right. That's my wife's hometown. Yeah. And I uh, got involved uh, in a church there, uh, just teaching Sunday school, helping out uh, wherever I could. And they approached me to see if I would, the youth pastor had left uh, there. And so I was approached to see if I could uh, take over youth. Yeah. Um, and I, sure, it was an opportunity for me to help. Thanks. So that... Um, was kind of a bi-vocational. Mm. Uh, it wasn't, they, they gave me an honorarium per month. Right, yeah. I still kept working. actually worked with Judy's dad uh, doing floor covering uh, the whole time I was there uh, doing youth work. So I was there for, we did that for five years. Okay. And in, uh, I think it was in 90, 91, we went to Payne in Saskatchewan to become the lead pastor there of that church. Um, and we pastored there for five years. And at the end of that, I, I'm just, I was going through a season where um, you start to question whether the path or the journey mm. of ministry is really what, what you're supposed to continue to walk in. Mm. And, uh, um, it was really the, the second last year I was there. I just really felt uh, discouraged and down, and I was ready to quit. Yeah. And it was my wife who, thank God for our wives, mm-hmm. guys. Eh? Yes, <laughs> absolutely. They, they become our cheerleaders yeah. when when we really need it the most. And 
she she really was a my cheerleader in mm-hmm. that time and um but she was also kind of the reality smack across the back of the head sure. yeah. that sometimes we need also. Mm-hmm. Right. And uh, she, she, she'd asked me, well, what other churches approached you? And I said, well, none. Well, she says, well, you can't quit. Yeah, just... <laughs> and uh, <laughs> it, it, really, it, really, it really was a wake up call for myself sure. to, yeah. uh, okay, what am I going to do? And I, I really felt in that year, my last year there, uh, to really refocus in ministry. Mm-hmm. And we started to do a kids club mm-hmm. after school. Our church was right across the street from, from the school. Mm-hmm. And so uh, we we, picked, we put, picked a day and uh, we let the kids in the community know we were doing this. And so they would just come right over the street, over to the church. We do a kids club. Wow. We saw more kids come to Jesus in that last year than my whole previous four years wow. of, of ministry in that community mm-hmm. so um but there's there came a season that uh, towards the last year that my wife came up to me and she said uh, it's time for you to resign <laughs> <laughs> were you and, still feeling yes like even <laughs> though even though the kids program was good yep. so it was like okay there's a positive yeah you did you still feel yeah absolutely like yeah. down and just yeah. kind of unsettled about I, it I really was yeah. um yeah just um I just really felt um, they had to do something more. Right. And okay. like the, the, the community was a great community. It taught me an awful lot about being involved in the community. Right. Um, and we were. We were very much involved in the community. Um, but I just, there was something more. I knew there had to be something more in my heart and life. Mm. So we, when she said that, I resigned. And, uh, I remember the, the night I did, I wrote the letter, gave it to the board. They asked me, where are you going? Because they, they were anticipating me saying, well, you know, I'm going to this big, you know, this right. church, this church. Right, yeah, yeah. I said, I have absolutely no idea. Right. I just, mm-hmm. uh, and that that actually came as a, I was driving to Wayburn, Saskatchewan. That's where we banked and right. did a lot of our, you know, small town yep. Yep. Saskatchewan. Yep. <laughs> Brian's going. <laughs> you, oh, you yeah. got to go somewhere else to bank. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, and so, anyways, uh, I was on my way there, and I heard this audible voice. It was the only wow. time that I've ever heard the audible voice of the Holy Spirit speak. And um, uh, I had we had resigned, and but you, you start to scheme. Mm-hmm. You, in, in, mm-hmm. in my, I I knew that I was to resign and just trust God. But in my trusting of God, I had to. There's you know all of us. I think we want to control. Mm-hmm. We got to have control of what's going on in the circumstances around us, and it is really, really hard for us to totally let go of the rope, let go of mm-hmm. the steering wheel, whatever analogy you want, and just trust God. And I, I was thinking all these things like, okay, I can put all of our stuff in storage. I can move in with my mom and dad, <laughs> and Moose Jaw. You know, you, you had all. I had all these things going yeah. through my head. Audible voice of God comes to me and said, "What are you doing?" Just it, I heard it. The radio wasn't on in the car, but I heard this voice mm-hmm. going, what are you doing? And I said, and out loud, I said, what do you mean? And, <laughs> and I heard this voice say, you are scheming. Oh, wow. I told you to trust me. And so I just, okay, yeah. enough, enough yeah. trying to figure it out, figure it out. We're <laughs> always trying to figure it out yeah. in ministry. And so wow. it wasn't after long after that that a phone call came from 
Dryden, Ontario, and we came here um, and checked out the place, and mm-hmm. um, we felt strong about it, and um, we came here, 14 years of ministry here. Wow, yeah. And then came a time where we, you know, things were going well here. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, this was oh, yeah, right. yeah, we yeah. Were, yeah, we were all here. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but for context, Brian and I were were in high school. Well, we were kids and in high yeah. school during Al's time as pastor. Right. Yes. Um, or we and were young adults. I guess we would have yeah. been in college, college when he left. Yes. When he right. finished. Yeah. 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 And things were well. Yeah. 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 I mean, there was no reason. Well, and maybe there were some that felt we should leave. Sure. <laughs> but it wasn't like the church was splitting or getting thrown out. I didn't feel that. Anyways. Yeah. I didn't yeah. feel there was any issues. But we were approached um, by uh, actually Rod Barks, who at that time was the regional director out west. Right. And okay. Yeah. There was a, a church out west in North Battleford that it needed a pastor. And he, uh, he phoned me one day and and said, El, uh, we need a pastor. I've looked through the entire ACOP directory. <laughs> and he said, yours is the only name that is standing out to me. Oh, so wow. I went home and I shared this with Judy. And, and at, at that time, she wasn't too thrilled about it. Um, but mm-hmm. we went out. We looked at it and uh, came back. And um, we had just been praying and, and on our, driving back from Winnipeg to here. She, she kept saying, well, when we go there, when we go there, and yeah. there, I was like, wait, 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 wait. I said, what do you mean? When it's a when, not an F. Kind yeah. of she says, well, we, we are going. You know that. And, uh, <laughs> I feel I like Judy's just like the, yeah. she's just the barometer for all this stuff. Yeah, she just yeah. kind of knows. Yeah. 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 Well, that's why I say, uh, I think ministry is team. Yeah. Right. I really do. And, and it takes time, I believe, for our wives to, to, find their place mm-hmm. in the ministry, especially, you know, having kids and their, their, their lives are focused on, on the children mm-hmm. for so, but it's still a team, team ministry. And, and the one thing I remember when we came here, um, there, there was some uh, in here in Dryden, there were some that wanted to call me Pastor Al or Pastor Judy. Mm. And she really bristled with that. Sure. Um not because of who was saying it. It's just that she said, I- "I'm not a pastor." She said, "I'm I'm his wife, mm-hmm. and I'm I'm a, I'm content with that role." But our wives have a tremendous gifting, sure, yeah, that they need to walk in and discover all on their own, yeah. And we need to cheer them on. Mm-hmm. And and it is as you walk in ministry, um, you will find churches can either be open to uh, our wives. Finding their place mm. in the ministry, or sometimes they're not, mm-hmm. and that's in those scenarios. Those are the churches in that pastors are in that they really do need covering uh, to be a covering for their wives, right? Because mm. if their the wives are trying to find their place in this whole thing, <clears throat> you know, it's just you know, it's yeah, Pastor Nick, it's Pastor Brian, um, but we we have partners yeah. that yeah. Are, they're part of our team, and they're kind of part of part of it, whether they, not whether they like to, be <laughs> or not, but but they end up caring, being aware of, yeah, so much of absolutely it without. Well, and, and a lot yeah, of times, a lot of people don't even maybe realize, right? Well, yeah. and they they've they've got that outside view too of 
what you're doing. Yeah, it's which, like they're in, but not yeah, yeah, totally yeah. in. Like they can kind of see what but you're They're, they're almost your handler in a way, yeah. if I can use that language. <laughs> yeah. Right? Yeah. They, they're, they're there. They're keeping, keeping, essentially keeping you in check. I mean, mental health-wise and everything. Yeah, they're more yeah. aware of what's going on yes. with you, yeah. usually, than you they, are. They, yeah. have an op- they can see your blind spots where you don't. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And I had many. Mm-hmm. And my wife was great where she would walk up to me and say, you need to be careful in this. Or you need to mm-hmm. watch this. <laughs> me being, well, wait a minute. <laughs> what are you talking yeah, about? What, is, what do you mean? <laughs> I don't I don't get that. And she said, well, you will. And she was absolutely right. Wow. Like, yeah. you got to be careful, you know? And so um, they're great that way. Oh, so I, it was, so cool. we spent seven years in North Battleford. Right. And that came to it. Uh, we just felt it was time to, uh, we we felt we had accomplished what we'd done. And uh, after all those years of ministry, one of the things, and, and I know that uh, if I could say anything, what I've learned uh, in those years of ministry is um, it's vitally important you take some sabbaticals mm. in, in those times of ministry. So, you know, 14 years here, five years prior, seven years, I'd never taken a sabbatical yeah. in any of those times. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, in fact, uh, I believe I needed to take a sabbatical in between leaving here and going to North Battleford. Mm-hmm. I needed to take a, a time before I, I, and I didn't. And um, I was really not prepared for the, for the depth of, of uh, some of the struggles that um, we, we faced in, in um, North Battleford. And it, it wearied, wearied me. Yeah. And so um, coming back here, um, stepping I guess you could say out of active daily pastoral ministry um, has been a, a time of sabbatical for me. Right. Just, uh, yeah. just resting and, and catching your breath. You, see, you, mm. you feel, I, Sometimes I felt like you're on a, a, a marathon mm. and you're just running, running, running. Right. Finally, you just, okay. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I'm done. I got, I just got to, I got to pull off here and I got to, and just rest. Yeah. And so, uh, yeah. So we've been back now two years uh, doing the ministry at the food bank. Mm-hmm. So, wow. So th- it was thirty plus years then yeah. of active church leadership. Yeah. And pastoral ministry. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Which is awesome, but was was, uh, a, was a lot. Yeah. 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 It's a toll. Yeah, I, I mean, you can always. I, I you know, looking back, I, I would, um, I, I, I think you waste too much energy thinking, well, what would I've done different, you know, and just wasting yeah, all that sure, energy yeah. trying to think about what you, it is, what it is. You have, right. And and I really believe God used me and has used me. Sure. Yeah. In all that I've done. Yeah. Um, there are things I probably would have done different. Yeah, but I can't go back and change it. Right. Now. So mm-hmm. moving forward, I just do it, and and yeah, and I guess being able to share with some of the younger generation that yeah. are in it right now, yeah, I can share some of my from my journey road. Saying be careful this, watch this, right? Um, yeah, keep yourself healthy mentally, emotionally, spiritually. Yeah, right. Because it can be draining. Yeah, yeah. 
So other than your wife being uh, the, the, the essential companion along the way, yeah, um, and realizing maybe in hindsight sabbatical would have been helpful. Are there other... I have some things. What do I have written down? Are there other things or people uh, that help sort of helped you sort of stay the course along the way, um, or yeah. moments where you go, "Yeah, that was really yeah, that was really yeah, good." I, so, yeah, there there have been. I, I remember specifically one one season while I was pastoring here in Dryden that um, there was just some heavy stuff going on. Emotionally, mm. um, and I, actually, the other night, my wife and I were chatting. I was said, "I was telling her I was going to do this podcast," <laughs> and um, I said, "Here's some of the questions." And she goes, oh boy, those are, those are quite good. And I said, "Well, you know, one of the things that I'm thinking to say to them mm. is this," and well, and it was this. Um, in 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 ministry, uh, ministry can never define who you are. Mm. Um, my relationship with Jesus Christ defines who I am. Mm. I had to learn that the hard way because I felt that I, in many many times in my early part of my ministry, the ministry was defining who I was. Mm. Right. Yeah. Or who I felt I was. Yeah. Right. And if and again, that's that control thing. If I yeah. can control what's happening, mm. then I look good, right? And, mm. and I'll feel good about it. It'll define who I, I feel good about. Yeah. But the moment that you can't control things in ministry anymore, mm -hmm. then you feel like an absolute failure. Right. In ministry. And I, I went through a season of that mm. here where where things seemed to be a little bit out of control. And part of that is my personality too. But, right. Yeah. But it, um, and the cheerleader couldn't cheer anymore. Mm. The pom poms were heavy. Mm. She could see the load, and mm. um, so finally, she made a phone call to somebody, and I was sitting in my office uh, here in this building, and the phone rang, and I answered it. And it was my my, my dad, on, mm. on, and he was saying who he was one of my heroes of mm. um, my sounding boards uh, of, of ministry. And he said, "Hey, how are you doing?" I said, "My dad never phoned me. Never yeah. phoned me in the middle of the day. Yeah, uh, when I'm at work. Yeah, and I I was just stunned by him phoning me, and I said, somebody called you." Yes. <laughs> I know, I know and, uh, he here. just he, he just said she really loves you and she's concerned about you. Oh yeah. And so I took a few moments and just kind of bared my heart. Yeah. And I think that's the other thing that mm -hmm. when you're so involved in ministry, like I think it's really great now that the church here is able to have have a couple of pastors on on staff and mm -hmm. if you've got a good relationship to be able to share your ups and downs with mm -hmm. each other and bounce things off and you kind of support each other. I didn't have that right yeah. here. Right. Yeah, that's right. And so um, you, you, you try to find mm -hmm. some people to be able to do that too. Um, and with 
but you're also kind of scared to do it mm-hmm. at times. <laughs> oh yeah, of, of because of the backlash, and and I think that's where, um, as I share about you know my my significance, who I am, couldn't it, I have to be careful not to measure it by the yeah. church? Yeah, because is you can read all the press clippings that might seem positive, mm-hmm. but the moment there's a negative press clipping that comes along the journey. Mm-hmm. Where you get those infamous mm-hmm. emails mm-hmm. that come your way yeah. and say you suck, yeah, as, whatever, <laughs> yeah, whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, or even in your own head, exactly. For sure, the voices that yeah. roll like around, the sense of failure that yeah. you kind of made. You for just you, yeah. you you replay, replay, replay all the time, and you just can't stop it from rolling around there. Mm-hmm. Um, that's when you really have to believe in your relationship with Jesus Christ and mm-hmm. carry you through mm-hmm. in those moments. And I think there's been lots of pastors that have that have great abilities and great giftings, gave up way too early mm-hmm. in ministry and, and went and you know, sold life life and shit whatever. Yeah. 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 Because they got so discouraged in ministry. Right. Yeah. Do you feel like like and we hear that. Like anyone I feel like we hear those sorts of, maybe not statistics, but, you know, someone's been in, in ministry for a time, pastoral ministry, right. and then they they finish and they're burnt out. Um, is it a, is, like, what is the cause of that? Like, do you, like, part, so part of it is, is maybe wrongly trying to see our value and our identity in, in our work, right. which is kind of what you're identifying with the, yeah. Gauging who yeah. I am and whether I'm good or not based on how well the church is doing. Yeah. Right. Instead of seeing it anchored in Christ. But is there other, like, what are the sure. other sort I of mean, pitfalls? I think we also have to recognize that when when you step into this role to lead a flock, um, you're stepping into, you're stepping on the battle line, too. Mm. Yeah. In the battle yeah. Line. And the scripture makes it fairly clear, you know, that our, a battle is not against flesh and blood. We we feel it is at times because yeah. it's flesh and blood that writes the emails that yeah. that, right, right. that uh, yeah. nag away at you and say you're doing this wrong or yeah. you know why yeah. do why do you have to preach that way or this and or whatever yeah and we do feel at times that it is flesh and blood it's not right. we we are facing spiritual warfare mm. there is a warfare that we venture into mm. and uh, I. I was so thankful towards the end of my ministry here in Dryden where I knew that there was a group of people that were standing with me and praying over me as as a leader and over the leadership as the church as a whole Mm. because the enemy doesn't want us to succeed in what we're doing and that's the calling of God in our lives and to lead the flock. Right. Um, So, Bill? So I think there is a spiritual warfare yeah, aspect totally. of it. Yeah. Um, some, mm. I think also, I, I, there are some that, um, I think it was Rick Parker one time in, when I was talking to him, he, he, he said, some are called to, to lead the hundred thousands. Some are called to lead the, the fifty thousands, the, the, the tens, the mm. twenty thousands, the hundreds. 
some are called to only lead to five. You know, right? right. And he said, we need to understand where our calling is. Right. And some, I think, stepped into ministry feeling that they were called to lead the 200, 300 size church when really they were just called to be uh, right. a really faithful Bible, maybe a, a Bible uh, study leader, right. a small group. Sunday school teacher. Yeah. You know, yeah. 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 Content in doing that instead yeah. of right. It's like the, the it's like the the temptation to make it about how do you define your success, right? Versus yeah. being faithful to what God yeah. told you to. Yeah. yeah, right. Well, and yeah. if I can interject with this, someone recently um, really gave me the advice and put it this way: is uh, because I I'm one of those that can kind of. <clears throat> branch off and do too many things sometimes yeah. and it was very much a, a conversation of stay in your lane don't don't feel the need to be pushed into other things mm-hmm. this is this is where you are for this time stay yeah. in your lane and don't yeah. you don't need to do everything for everyone yeah. kind of thing mm-hmm. so yeah great great advice yeah. there and, and mm-hmm. I, I remember there was a, a significant time here in um, Dryden where I didn't know how to lead the church in like, I was feeling like I was being pulled in 15 different directions at times. We, mm. we need to do this. We should go this way. We, yeah. we need to be doing this. We need to do that. And <laughs> I, I, I feel that way all the time. <laughs> and I just, I felt like COVID I, happened. I, I, yeah. 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 I, I felt like I was a rubber band. Yeah. yeah. Not knowing really. And we went actually out to a conference, ACOP conference and, Judy and I went up for prayer, and it was Rick Park, and I was mm. there. And he, he was probably one of the guys that uh, ministers that really became a another individual that was key in my formation of yeah. the ministry. Yeah, yeah. poured into me. And I did, we went up and we prayed. And I said, "Rick, I just need prayer over the church." And just you know, he started to pray, and then he stopped and he said, "Al, I, I, I see, I see you've got thoroughbreds in your church." And they're they're wanting to run. These mm. thoroughbreds are meant to run, and they want to run, and they're just you know going. And they say, "Come on, Pastor, I gotta go this way." And, mm. he, and he said, "And then I see Clydesdale." <laughs> and he said, "The the old, you know, pulling the steady, yeah, yeah, squatting, yeah. but they're not built for speed. They're yeah, built to pull the steady on." And he said, "I and I see you standing in the middle of them, and mm. you got reins on both of them, and." Uh, he said, I see you reaching out to the thoroughbreds and saying, hey, you guys got to slow down. <laughs> and, and you're pulling the reins mm-hmm. on them, reining them in and just getting them to slow down. We're coming in that direction, but you got to slow down. But he said, I see you reaching out to the Clydesdales and saying, hey, you solid people, you know, we need you, but you guys got to <laughs> you got to hurry along here a little bit. Yeah. And you're standing in the middle. Mm doing this and that's like where you're to be in ministry that you're the balance and boy that was so necessary for me to hear that oh that's awesome no that's really good advice good very good um why don't we wrap it up right there for today yeah yeah we'll right. do that and appreciate we'll it definitely have uh have pastor al here back to have some more conversation um, yep. on another another episode yeah for sure Appreciate 
Thanks again, everyone, for joining us this week. I'm really glad you're able to hop on and check out uh, what we're all about and really hoping that you were able to get something out of uh, our conversation this week. Um, like us, follow us, whatever platform that you're on, share us, um, get us out there. Uh, we just want to be able to bless people and really work with them and help them develop their, their Christian lives. Um, if you have any comments that you want um, to let us know about, um, if you have any questions that you want to ask that you'd like us to address in an episode, um, please feel free to um, send us a voice message um, right on our Anchor homepage, which can be found in the description of our channel here. Um, so check that out and um, we'll catch you guys next week. Thanks so much, everyone.